0: share knowledge on emerging technology in the sports industry, and how these technologies can help improve the performance of individuals and organizations, both on and off the playing field. And now here's your host, Julian Blinn.
1: Today, we have the honor to interview Dr. Christy Fernandez-Cole, the CEO of DaVinci Wearables, an AI wearable device for women athletes and teams. So Christy, welcome back to the show.
2: Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here with you. Thanks for having me.
1: No problem, Christy. So, hey, uh, what I'd love to talk about is, first, we'll talk about your background. And I know you worked at Apple, if I remember correctly. <laughs> yeah, sure. uh, and then we'll talk about your company, your product, as well as the benefits for teams to use it. Uh, we'll also talk about your business model. And then we'll cover your plans for the next 12 months. So, that's it. Sound.
2: That sounds fabulous. Yeah. Where should we start?
1: <laughs> Great. So, well, why don't to tell me about your background? Because I know you worked at Apple. So, I think I was kind of intrigued when you told me this. So, uh, yeah. Well,
2: yeah, I mean, you know, working at Apple was just um, an amazing experience, uh, truly the epitome of thinking differently um, yeah. and really bringing to life um, impossible, ma- making things that are impossible to the naked eye possible. So drawing on that, on that, you know, vision and sort of building products.
1: Which team within Apple did you work at?
2: Yeah, so I was part of the special projects group, which um, you know says a lot and doesn't say a whole lot yeah. at the same time. Um, I in, in what
1: it may be, but
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah, so I was part of special projects. I mean, what I can comment on uh, the team, which you know it takes a village. So, so me saying I was part of the team that was a, a you know fundamental to the to the group uh, yep. was uh, autonomous systems, is what um, mm-hmm. has been broadly uh, commented on, uh, and also the lidar, uh, so the depth team that yep. brought to bear face ID. Uh, worked on the LiDAR and of course some of the devices that are in the Vision Pro that you see today and then some some projects that uh you know haven't seen the light of day yet. Um so mm-hmm. so had a joy um you know focusing on those areas at, at Apple in particular.
1: That makes sense. And I actually I got an offer to work at Apple many years ago. I turned it down <laughs>
2: <The> I <president's
1: laughs> said I'm not doing this.
2: But, yes.
1: You know uh, but uh so how did you get the idea of you know building a company? Like what was the moment when you say, you know what, I'm gonna do this.
2: Yeah, you know, truth be told, um, when I had joined Apple, I had this sort of um, internal pain point, which was um, I had been an athlete, Um, actually, based on playing basketball, I had the I was blessed Mm -hmm. with the opportunity to have a scholarship to boarding school, I got Mm -hmm. injured. um, And this was at a time where, you know, the Apple Watch wasn't, um, you know, commonplace, Uh, there wasn't Mm -hmm. a precedent for it. Um, And so, you know, I always had this question of, as I'm trying to be that be best athlete, there's sort of this uh, no gain, no pain, no gain mindset. Um, mm-hmm. But what's good pain versus, you know, pain that you should really stop, um, see and assess and, and focus on recovery. So that was one inflection. Um, the second was um, right before joining uh, Apple, actually, I had um, suffered a miscarriage um, mm-hmm. and um, beat that yeah be that as it may um it's all about you know how to return back to equilibrium certain levels certain hormones that are being Mm -hmm. um tracked and so it was a second inflection into as a female athlete as a female you know uh, engineer and and just trying to you know take every day as it comes having to take a step back and think about my own physiology and my lack of awareness and knowledge um those are the two pain points that really made me think of you know what currently exists from a technology standpoint that empowers yeah. me gives me the confidence to understand. Uh, it turns out a lot of other females had similar questions, and you know we sort of suffer in silence because it's sort of this let's suck it up or 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 this conservatism of let's not talk about it, right? Because mm-hmm. we want to be viewed um, you know firsthand for what's in our heads um, and what we can achieve in terms of the knowledge is power um, and how we deliver. Uh, both we would call it on the field or off the field or in the boardroom or, or outside of the boardroom. And so truth be told, it was an idea um, that I'd had um, for a while. Um, but there yeah. wasn't this convergence of technology, the need and the willingness for people to want to talk about it. And, and I think we're at a crossroads, especially in women's sports and in women's health, yeah. um, with all these hormonal changes from puberty to making a decision to want to have a child or otherwise. Both equally important um, to the onset of menopause, and why do we have to be confused? Why can't we feel empowered and confident, um, and uh, understand our physiology? So that becomes more of a superpower. So really, the the, the intrigue in building this company came from having that sports background, uh, being a technologist, being educated in uh, mm-hmm. my background as an electrical and computer engineer. When got a PhD, worked in tech, solving other problems right not related to women's health and 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 being at the forefront of these progressive companies um really just observe that you know these companies as amazing as they are were falling short and really addressing 51 percent of the global population that is female um and and yeah. trying to, to flip the script on you know let's do more we can always do more and so that's was and, the on that, on that
1: point, yeah because i like you said there's i'm sure you looked at all the different technologies right like smart patches uh, yeah. watches, smart watches. You know, back in the day I remember like there was home signal, right? They had this smart mm-hmm. t shirt, I tried it. Yeah. Uh, but it's a compression shirt, right? So it's difficult yeah. to wear. Yeah. Um, so what I mean, how do you narrow it down to this one factor, right? What was the 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 the, the rationale behind it?
2: Yeah, so you know, um I'll circle back. Women's health is a is a huge market. Um, yeah. no one really seems to be doing customized data and data analysis. For women's health based on apparel mm-hmm. right so um that's why we're doing it and you know we see it as transforming the lives of all women and not just female athletes but we are starting at female athletes right 12 to 25 year old girls yeah. um we start with athletics due to the performance and the margins um and we have to start by making apparel right to show the use case um, ultimately, we see ourselves as a data platform that's in service of those use cases. Now, now, why smart underwear, smart yoga pants, smart um, spandex shorts? Well, it turns out that a lot of individuals wear underwear, and in particular, females have to wear underwear one mm-hmm. week out of the month for, for obvious reasons. Um, and we, legally, men,
1: we do that too, right? So.
2: <laughs> yeah, and men do it too, and you know, legally, technically, Right. You can't leave the home, at least um, in, in the US, without um, wearing clothing. Otherwise, you yeah. know, you might get stopped um, um, by the authorities. Yeah. And so this, this natural inclination for us to clothe ourselves, we're not changing the consumer behavior, we're working with mm-hmm. that consumer behavior. All the other devices, the consumer has to remember to put a patch on, to put a watch on, to put a ring on. Yeah. And if you forget to wear these items, all of a sudden you have a gap in your data which makes it hard to really give you those personalized and actionable insights which which we're all about
1: mm-hmm. yeah and, and i was going to say i'm sure you looked at what like other companies so let's just take home signal right they mm-hmm. have these t-shirts you know yesterday you know their idea was okay well everybody's wearing a t-shirt let's just do this yeah but i think the practicality is to wear a compression short every day you can't mm-hmm. wear this to go to work i mean it's too tight right Mm -hmm. so i'm sure you looked at all those like pros and cons and what maybe mistake they made to come up with this is how we're going to do but it's going to be different
2: yes yeah and so we really focus on you know below the waist uh Mm -hmm. so like i said underwear and then where we locate uh the functionality um you know we're uniting health wellness and performance into that single solution and Mm -hmm. we are cleverly placing sensors around the waistband um, because we, we want to measure high-resolution temperature, core, we estimate core temperature. Uh, yeah. The second is girth, so 2D and 3D uh, measurements of your waistline,
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh, indicative of bloating, right? Giving individuals a peace of mind of, of how you feel translates to what's happening uh, in your waistline. Mm-hmm. And then the third is secretion analysis for hormonal health, right? We start with saliva, um, and then mm-hmm. our goal and process is the liner right in your underwear. Um, is capturing that you know uh, real-time, higher uh, cadence um, secretion to look at hormonal health, and then we we map that to the high resolution, right, high fidelity in, in the saliva. So um, so yes, we we've done our homework. Um, we've looked at what else is out there, uh, and really now it's up to to the consumer, right, mm-hmm. to to um, engage uh, with our product.
1: And is the idea to- feedback? okay that makes sense so is the idea to license maybe your technology at some point to big yeah. brand is that the rationale
2: yeah great great question we're really focused on our our b2b to c right so mm-hmm. want to work with um athleisure and sports uh companies uh, license the technology, uh, and then of course we have our SaaS model, uh, which is access to our DaVinci platform. Right. So in an ideal uh, world, right, one example would be you walk into a Skims and you're looking for the Smart Skims, or you walk into a Puma and you're looking for the Smart Puma, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right. And then to get access to those insights, right, you're logging into the DaVinci Champion. So whether it's a cross collaboration um, mm-hmm. with your favorite, you know, athleisure or sports brand of choice, um, or it's a direct uh, white label. Um, mm-hmm. we're we're certainly open to that yeah and mm-hmm. and i should say our data platform you know we're we're connected to a health kit or a whoop uh, mm-hmm. a lot of the third-party apps so you're not just getting those insights uh, or data aggregation um, from only our wearable um, but we but we play well with with other wearables out there and we're aggregating that information to give you that ai coach literally in your pants mm-hmm. um, that's an actionable and personalized insights which um, which the current market um, you know, does not have today. It's data, but it's not personalized and it's not actionable, right? What do you do with that data? Is, is yeah,
1: but stuff. it's just so what, right? What does that mean for me?
2: Correctly, correct. Now, I'll
1: give you an example. When I tried the Om Signal T-shirt, one thing mm-hmm. that I was amazed was, I was working on the treadmill, I was in Toronto at a gym, put the, the smart T-shirt on, and I looked at the app and it says, you're burning too much calories. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I've never seen it. I've never read anything like this before. Mm-hmm. Right now, there was just a bit of feature, but I thought that's pretty cool. Yeah. So, because it, it, you know, it, it just give me a heart rate doesn't mean anything for me. Right. You know, or my calories, right? So, that that's the direction you guys are taking. So, can you guys give me some examples of the types of insights, actionable insights that you guys provide today?
2: Yeah. So, a lot of what we're going to say is, you know, how we normalize from a social standpoint, what day of your cycle, your menstrual cycle in particular, yeah. right? So, a lot of girls eh, post-puberty, when you go to a physical education class, the goal is how not to have a baby too young. And while that information is quite important, what uh, what's fallen short is, well, how do I understand how my body is changing to build up the confidence mm-hmm. and not only be focused on worried about maybe I shouldn't do this uh, athletic activity because I don't want to be embarrassed for the fear of you know embarrassment because you're just really trying to learn about your body. There's a huge amount of irregularity. So the first is how do we normalize how we talk about the menstrual cycle in all of its four phases and not just focusing on the one that's more of an impediment. um, If you ask many girls, which is the first two to five days as an example, Um, Mm -hmm. there's also this aspect of um, uh, no menstruation um, uh, because girls are pushing the limits of their bodies. They no longer actually have uh, the first phase of, of their cycle. So we yeah. focus on education. We focus on socialization. When you think about um, why am I cramping, why am I no longer menstruating, mm-hmm. um, how should I work with my body? When should I focus on recovery versus strength training and endurance training? Um, yeah. You know, there's a lot of studies uh, focused on, you know, um, the correlation of ACL injuries, as an example, mm-hmm. um, to certain times of the month. And so, what our app is really focused on is the correlation across heart rate correlation across skin temperature and core body temperature, heat strain and recovery so that you can best align to your workout regimens yeah. and be able to actually train with your body versus the alternative versus the, you know, no pain, no gain mindset, which is is true of all genders um, is sort of the push, which is why we're getting a, a lot of folks across age uh, getting injured quickly. So, you know, we're focused on those actionable insights, understanding your physiology and mm-hmm. um, what we recommend in our app is both balancing with what you're already doing in terms of walking versus running versus swimming we -hmm. remind you hey you typically have this heart rate when you're running walking or swimming or being sedentary hey it's day 14 or day five this is what you should amplify uh, and what you should de-emphasize and then at the back end we do have a social forum um, where, you know, for using natural language processing tools, you can ask a question, have a safe space where you ask a question anonymously, you mm-hmm. ask it um, um, with your name, or you, you create a you maintain a private journal. And then if you said, hey, summarize my insights for the past three months in relation to heart rate for day yep. five of my cycle, it'll summarize that for you. And then you can share that with your coach. So we, we doubly you know, focus on privacy. We ask you, do you just want to share your training regimen? So day 10, yeah. I train this way, or do you want to add on your heart rate and skin temperature? So you as the consumer have the power um, to, to define what it is you share and, and equally. To what you, coach, you, you share. Correct.
0: Yeah. For your
2: coach, your healthcare provider, you know, we're yeah. honing in on coach, but, but really we see it as a tool, this persistent, insightful tool that you can actually uh, focus on preventative Right, um, at yeah. home, on the court, off the court.
1: Now, can you go back and you mentioned the integration with the API, right? So you talk about the API <laughs> integration. Uh, so let's say if I'm using your product, right, and I've got a Whoop device, <laughs> is it going to ask me to sync it to my the Whoop data, or how does it work? Yeah,
2: so you integrate. So you can you effectively check the box. It yep. confirms whether you want to to um, share that Whoop data, and you you can sign in, but you won't have to sign in every time, right? We okay. we maintain okay. that information.
1: Integration, sort type integration.
2: Correct. Yes, it's an integration. So third party app integration, um, uh, with Garmin, with Aura, like I said, with Apple Watch Health Kit, um, and we'll be adding others, you know, as the demand dictates.
1: And how many APIs, I don't know, do you have today, like APIs integration that you can
2: integrate? Yeah, we have five. Five, okay. Yeah, yeah. That
1: makes sense. And now in the context of a team setting, right, I'm assuming you guys will have like team dashboard, correct?
2: Yes, absolutely. I mean, and so the information that gets provided to the teams themselves, right, yeah. has to be approved by the individual. Um, there mm-hmm. is this, you know, um, uh, rightfully so, right, need to understand as an athlete, where is that information going? How is it being used to my advantage or otherwise? So we're mm-hmm. very, very proactive about maintaining that privacy. Yeah. Um, um, so we redact, You know, we, we collaborate and, and partner with private AI as an example, um, mm-hmm. where any sort of personalized identifiable information is redacted, right? Um, so yes, we will have a team dashboard as we work with physical trainers and, and coaches and teams um and and that information that that gets shared right yeah. is really curated by by the um athlete themselves
1: makes sense now i think you mentioned earlier you're gonna have different form factor right uh yes. yoga pants can you summarize that because i'm sorry i forgot the variety yeah. of products that you guys can offer
2: yeah so um underwear, (laughs) Uh, um, spandex shorts. So think of the shorts that you wear underneath your basketball shorts, um, or at least I I would wear them and still still wear them. Um, And then yoga pants. And then as we evolve, we'll have smart liners that, you know, will be removable uh, um, or embedded um, depending on your choice. And that's going to
1: be for secretion analysis. Okay. Um, That makes sense. And you're saying that you're going to do like saliva analysis. Is that? Yes. Right.
2: Yeah. So that's a third party because that's high fidelity, that's high repeatable. Um, yeah. um, and so uh, the saliva, that's a third party service that we use yeah. um, as part of the subscription uh, model that 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 we provide.
1: And how does it work? Is, that, is it like through like a strip or?
2: Yeah, it's through a strip. Um, so you can think of it as a lateral flow assay um, uh, approach. Um, where that'll be mailed in. And so we'll, we'll send the box to you with, with not only, um, yeah. you know, the PCBs that you, you know, printed circuit boards or sensors, otherwise known as sensors, yeah. that you would put in your undergarment um, um, as a replacement. Um, and then uh, we'll send you the saliva kit, uh, et cetera. Okay. So each month um, you'll, you'll get that from us
1: as part of the subscription. And then if, if, okay, that makes sense. And if you wear the garment itself, if you had to summarize the types of biometric data that it tracks, which ones? I think you mentioned. I think the uh, uh, the heart rate. Uh, can you yes. summarize? Them?
2: Yeah, so a lot of the heart rate we're getting from those third-party applications that we assume you're wearing off the court, right? So we're able to aggregate that data, and in practice, you probably have some smart wearable that you're already using, so we play well with that. Um, Our three key features to unite health, wellness, and performance is going to be temperature, it's going to be your waistline, um, and then it's going to be the secretion analysis, initially that saliva, eventually that smart liner literally in your pants. Okay. Um, so that's that's what what we look at. Mm-hmm.
1: That makes sense. Now, you know, in the context of a team setting, right? So in what which use cases your product could be used in a team team setting, meaning like would it be during training, would it be during recovery, uh, would it be like how would you summarize that? The types yeah, of use I'm- cases, yeah.
2: Yeah, definitely um, recovery and training, right? So you can yeah. think of this as a, a persistive real-time monitoring, both on the court and off the court, right? So one example uh, could could easily be, you know, you want to track uh, the, the core body temperature of your team. Yeah. Why? Because it's important to understand when they can play at their peak or when they have the onset of, you know, a fever, right? We're not going to diagnose, we're not diagnostic or prognostic, but yeah. if you know how um, each individual on your team um, plays before, during, and after uh, a workout, whether it be, um, at a competition or whether it be in training, Mm -hmm. you can establish baselines of that individual and look at almost like a heat map, uh, Mm -hmm. of, of thermal regulation in terms of how someone recovers, let alone if they're getting a fever, Um, you know, that in and of itself can be, can be a use case. And as we all, you know, recently went through COVID, you know, measuring temperature was, was definitely a critical, uh, vital sign. So that's an example. Um, Another example in relation to female physiology, a change in about a degree uh, Fahrenheit is indicative of where a female might be in her cycle, right? Mm -hmm. So should she be recovering more? Should she be, um, you know, focusing on strength training or endurance training? All of a sudden, you get to really curate and um, have an influence on the training plans that are already individual based, right? In addition to it being a a team based. So, So it's know if you think about the orchestration and um a symphony right so Mm -hmm. you have you know different instruments in the symphony different positions on the court uh, but then how do they play together right so you you want to strike the balance between a personalized training plan for the individual but Mm -hmm. also a personalized aggregated um training plan for the team itself and those two need to go hand in glove um um, and so that's that's how we see the you know the future of of sport and even just being that corporate athlete and being the ceo of your own health is sort of that that you know synchronicity, like a symphony.
1: Yep. Basically, <laughs> yeah. the system would understand the baseline of the individual, which might be different. Your baseline may be different than mine. Correct. And they will tell you, okay, well now we see that you kind of you know beyond your natural range, or you know something may be happening here, right?
2: Correct. Correct. Which which you take on for the extent of your life, right? There's a lot Mm -hmm. of amazing habits that athletes maintain and that persistent that discipline. And then, you know, once you stop being that, you know, college athlete, right, you're an athlete for life, but you no longer have uh, those seven individuals focused on you and you alone. So how do you take that on? How do you live a healthy, um, a persistently healthy life?
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Now, what, you know, because you've done early pilots, you know, with teams and things of that nature. So what has been the the feedback and the thing that they like the most right Would they tell you about hey you know what i like this about your product mm-hmm. what, what kind of feedback have you got so far and what they like the most about it
2: yeah i mean understanding each of the phases of the female physiology as as kind of the you know most uh, uh one one might think hey that should already be a known known um but but again there's a fundamental uh limit to the education as we go through middle school let alone mm-hmm. high school about physical education So um, a female doesn't really need to know about her different phases unless there's a reason. So we're always in this reactive, now I need to know. So Mm -hmm. first and foremost, uh, you know, uh, some of the college students have been, I didn't know that there were four phases to a cycle. Um, uh, And myself growing up, that wasn't common knowledge, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I learned about it over the years because I needed to know, because I had Mm -hmm. a pain point, right? Um, A lot of the times it's also, you know symptoms related to P- pcos or endometriosis we're not solving for that but understanding mm-hmm. that you are not alone we provide news articles of other athletes that have pulled up and out of their competition due to cramps due to their symptoms and are asking the mm-hmm. questions of how does my menstrual cycle actually impact the performance and so when you're trying to be that high performing athlete you want to understand what is happening each day Mm -hmm. Um, And then how to train with your body. So the usability of the app, the ability to aggregate data from multiple sources and be able to compare and contrast those sources, there's going to be variation Um, for the person that wants the data, wants to know. Seeing that variation also helps you, puts the power in the hands of the consumer to say, what should I trust? What should I rely on? What is the most repeatable and reliable that helps me understand my body more? Um, and then, of course the the social forum, right? being able to have your almost your personal diary or playbook mm-hmm. um, and understand your body and the trends, um, that has certainly been um, intriguing. We have a long way to go, you know, before we have this you know perfect solution, of course, not mm-hmm. claiming it's a perfect solution. Um, um, but to answer your question, those have been areas uh, where folks feel like they're being taught and they're learning from the application and they're also providing feedback. So it's this feedback loop. Yeah. That that the more that they provide feedback qualitatively and quantitatively, the more the app starts to learn them and provide insight. So we have a wellness check. Um, mm-hmm. how are you feeling? Uh we have an emoji based, how did you like the workout? Um, we also have the opportunity for the individual to um create a, a video based plan uh that they can that they can follow.
1: And it's it's a great I mean as far as product management, right? To get feedback from your end user is the best thing yes. you can have. Right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So you've learned that at Apple and many other startups, I'm sure, you know, yes. um, I always like to get feedback when I'm building something, tell me what I'm doing wrong, what you want, what else do you want? You know? Yeah. Yes. Um, so, um, you know, I now I was going to ask you about, you know, so for example, when I was at the MLB meetings, right? Meeting some baseball mm-hmm. teams, some of the teams told me, look, I won't even talk to a company if they don't have any research studies. Right. Mm-hmm. And I know from what I know, right. You guys, Believe you know that there's you strongly believe in studies and research, right? Yes. So, how important is it or was it you know when you build the product, and how how important is it now, right? To to uh, to bring that to uh, kind of bring uh, to validate what you're building, basically.
2: Absolutely. I mean, we're working on some what we call IRBs to be able to um, publish the work um, that we are you know, endeavoring to realize with health systems and health organizations. So to be able to publish it, you have to ensure you have all of the approvals. Um, um, Much of our um, focus on temperature is a vital sign, uh, even as we think about heart rate, even as we look at hormonal health, um, is predicated on clinical studies uh, firsthand uh, falling short of even including female as a sex. Um, Mm -hmm. as part of, you know, a variety of different things. So the intersection of including females in relation to sports performance is even, is even smaller. Um, So yes, um, even within our app, when we talk about news in relation to menstrual cycle, the four phases, Mm -hmm. we talk about um, three sections, one of which is what female athletes have, like I said, pulled up and out of their competition and are asking Mm -hmm. these very same questions just to create, you know, create a community of Your Voice Matters. Um, yeah. here, here are other folks. The second is what research exists, whether it be NIH and the variety of divisions of the mm-hmm. NIH um, or other amazing Gatorade uh, Institute, there's the Aspen Institute. Um, you know, Nike's even looking into, you know, why is it that um, pubescent girls are falling mm-hmm. um, out of um, wanting to play af- athletics um, yeah. and their focus on having more female coaches, right? Our approach, um, in addition to the research is, um, well, there's a time, a longer time that it takes to ensure that there are only female coaches. And in fact, we think it's, it's, um, a multi-gender, um, um, uh, challenge, which is, um, Mm -hmm. you know, we think people should normalize how they speak about the menstrual cycle and not just ensure that, um, um, there's only female coaches, right? That, that there's never going to be a state where you wouldn't want uh, male coaches. And we definitely want male coaches. I had a male coach growing up. Many, mm-hmm. many females do across different sports. And so, um, so circling back, yes, we're anchored on research, um, always looking for third party uh, partnerships and engagements that are, you know, focused on research and um, publishing research associated with the data and the correlation mm-hmm. of You know how to train with your body as a function of where you are in your cycle So that was long-winded, but but yes, um, we we go to the research first Um, There was also um, of recent a publication that Stanford Stanford wrote um, focused on how temperature is a vital sign across age um, as an example, so um, Mm -hmm. Yes, we will be publishing we have not published research to date. We've published articles um, but stay tuned, uh, we, we will be working on a variety of, of publications in that, in that regard. But we are data-starved at the moment, um, okay, so, yeah. so we need to have more data in order to, yep. to merit the publication. Well,
1: I think that will say, kind of set you apart here, right? Because many times the stars don't publish research, whether they don't want to or they don't know how to do it. Uh, yeah. But I can tell you, in, in some teams in the U.S., especially in Europe, they're very sensitive to that. Um, so, you know, that's why they partner in Europe with universities in the U.K., in France you know, whatever it may be. So I think it's it's a good thing that you guys are doing that. Um, so now how would you summarize your competitive advantages? Right, you talk about the form factor, you talk about the integration with APIs, like how would you summarize what you think are your competitive advantages today?
2: Yeah, I mean, like I said, women's health is a huge market. Lots of folks focusing on menopause, lots of folks focusing on fertility. Um, you know, lots of folks focusing on aging uh, from the standpoint of having already been aged You know, we're really dipping our toe into the youth through 25 year old market. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a fragmented market. We acknowledge that um, when we really start to hit the nail on the head with regards to how do we influence the change of normalizing the conversation to be had day 10, day five, the education associated with physical well-being we view that is really at the at the core of what we want to try to do right we're building a community of girls that want to talk about it that have had challenges such as injuries Um, it's a mental load it's a physical load it's a social load especially when um, you know talking about it is not necessarily encouraged the second is no pain no gain what is the good pain versus bad pain that's actually going to impact your goal of getting that scholarship, making the team and maybe even turning pro, um, the, the the conduit is very narrow when you think about the number of professional female athletes out there, right? So it's empowerment, it's social, it's physical. Um, while women's health is a huge market, understanding your body from puberty through menopause and beyond, um, having those baselines, right? What is good? we have an average criterion of if you're between 20 and 30 and else in other categories, you know, this is the average heart rate, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, when you're high performant, et cetera, et cetera. So um, it's a huge market. Um, We see ourselves as no one is doing that customized data and data analysis Mm -hmm. for women's health uh, in particular, based on apparel, something that you're already having to wear. So by embedding, by lining ourselves with intelligence through the apparel, you know, allows us to really be persistently monitoring a lot of the different vital signs um, that we mentioned. Uh, temperature in particular is a vital sign. Heart rate through other other means. Um, IMU, your activity, your fitness tracker. So we do have an IMU in our device. Um, and so like I said, we're starting with athletes, um, but we really believe that we're going to transform the lives of really all women and, and not just female athletes, the corporate athlete, the high school athlete, um, both on and, and off the field. Um, so, you know, ultimately we're that data platform um, and we're gonna be in service of a variety of different of different use cases.
1: That's great. Now, uh, I think you talked, I, I asked earlier about, you know, are you gonna partner with clothing brands? And so I guess brings my next question, which is what is your business model, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, is it B2B, B2B2C? Uh, I mean, what do you envision? And is that going to change over time?
2: Yeah. I mean, you know y- y- you have a you know a goal that you set forth. Um as with any startup, you know we're very focused on that goal. Will it change over time? inevitably so. and and mm-hmm. ideally, we hope that that's the case because that means we're growing and um you know, we're accommodating um, um the the product market fit, right? It's all about product market fit and not just getting that customer, but also, you know, the loyalty of that customer. Why would they come back to us? And so, um, yes, we're a B two B, working with athleisure and uh, sports brands. That being said, it's a B two B to C. Uh, we license our technology, um, and then customers get access to our platform right through a SaaS, uh, through a subscription, a subscription model.
1: Yeah, it makes sense. Now, uh, what are your plans for the next twelve months? Is it to raise additional funding? Uh, to uh, you know, you have a roadmap. You're going to release some new products. Uh, what What is your plans?
2: Yeah, we're excited. I mean, we just launched at the Consumer Electronics Showcase. Um, we were uplifted by um, the state of Indiana, in particular, the IEDC, yeah. right? Um, which we love their slogan. It's you know, be bold. And we feel like sometimes to be heard, you have to be bold, right? And we certainly want to be, be, be heard to lift up um, really girls, right? Understanding. Mm-hmm physiology making that superpower so the future feels bright for us and is bright for us um yes we're we're hitting the ground running needing to fundraise um because we want to accommodate that that demand for the supply and we need to have the garments right to, to, to be able to accommodate that demand so um we are looking to be at Indian wells um, um in transition to coachella we've been um, thinking about a pop-up store and, and have some partners that are yep. excited to have us be part of that um, we're really going to be focused on the product that we just launched at CES, um, but obviously, we have a keen eye uh, about the other products and the form factors that that um, I mentioned during during this conversation. So stay tuned uh, and definitely, uh, um, you know, add yourself to our newsletter.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, And then, we, you know, we can do a photo for sure. Um, so one last question is, I know you're working with basketball team, right? Yeah. Uh, is there you see a better market fit in in particular sports, whether it's basketball, soccer, uh, you know, any any sport that you think it's a it's a best fit or better fit right now?
2: I mean, so you know, we're looking, uh we're not, you know, uh we're we're looking at it with eyes wide open, right? Yeah. Um, and 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 listening closely to to our Da Vinci champions. So our Da Vinci champions, um are are really focused on the social impact of we need to understand more about how health, wellness, and performance work together cohesively both on and off the field. And so our Givenchy champions um, provide a quote, right, to pay it forward and to pay it back to the current and the next generation. Um, So, you know, as we think about what they're saying, that also drives, you know, how we need to permute or or, or change um, uh, and understand you know what the demand is um mm-hmm. so i,
1: mean, I think quite frankly, your technology can be used across so many sports right
2: yeah and i and i should say that a lot of our champions circling back on kind of your direct question um they come from a variety of sports and that's the beauty mm-hmm. of it all right shape different shapes different sizes different sports um, it's really about the community of understanding your physiology and honestly there's there's not a particular sport that that um we need to focus on with that sort of, you know, you know, focal point. Um, that being said, right, if, if I had to say, you know, the champions that we do have currently on our pro- platform and who we're engaging, um, individualized sports, so tennis, um, definitely basketball, definitely soccer, yeah, um, and the list keeps growing. I mean, just this past week, I was chatting with um, a female race car driver. Mm-hmm. Um, um, who, when you think about all the different um, parts of her physiology that have to be on point for her to race and have that mindset and have that physical capacity, let alone have a vehicle and funding, um, so many things have to work, right, yeah. uh, in order for her to be successful. So, um, you know, chatted with her, she seemed, she's very excited about Da Vinci Champions. And so um, the different sports keep trickling in. And really what we focus on is in the, the individual, their mm-hmm. values and, and how our values at DaVinci um, can coexist and are aligned. So that's really important for us.
1: That makes sense. Hey, last question. So for any yep. team with listening or athletes, what's the best way to reach out to you? Uh, how do they connect with you?
2: Yeah, I mean, it, we're...
0: Thank you for listening. To access past episodes and other research, articles and analysis of sports technology, please visit our website, theupside.us. Subscribe to the Upside newsletter and receive full access to our sports tech business letter and website. Royalty-free music is provided by ibaudio.com. The Upside podcast provides timely insights and interviews with global leaders in sports technology. Until next time, keep looking to the Upside.
2: On, um, Instagram, uh, if you look up Da Vinci wearables, I mean, feel free to, uh, send me an email, Christy. So C H R I S T Y at da uh, or, or find me on LinkedIn. So, so, uh, either way would, would love to chat with you all.
1: Okay. That sounds great. Well, look, we, we're at the end of the podcast, but I want to thank you for your time today yeah. and, and good luck with all your plans and, and everything this year.
2: Thank you so much. It's been a joy to be, to be part of the podcast
1: today. Thanks, thank Julia. You. Thank you. No problem. Thanks.